1: Hello and welcome to the 128 Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy West. Today on the show, a guy I haven't spoken to in several years. Uh, And I'm really happy we got a chance to catch up. He's a lot of fun to talk to. He's an amazing artist. And then beyond that, he is also really into video games. And we'll talk lots about that. Plus, in general, like we have with a lot of guests on the show, talking about the world around us. uh, He's moved around a little bit during the pandemic. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But beyond that, he's just a really fun, down-to-earth artist. And he's a lot of fun to talk to. And he's a good pal of mine. This is Artie. Yeah dude it's been it's been a while since uh I think the last time I saw you was at Sirius XM uh we did the uh we did an event like an audience event when you were releasing what album was that uh Glorious it was a glorious album. yeah that was uh, that was how many years ago was yeah. that at this point was that like 3 4 years uh, ago Let me see it was in back in 2015 so it was five years five ago years? now. Jeez. Wow. So it's been yeah. a minute since <laughs> it's been a minute since I uh, got to talk to you, man. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, five years.
0: Yeah. Holy that uh, <laughs> moly. That's time flies by. Actually. I just been thinking about the album Yeah. the other night and <clears throat> I just remember how painful it was to work on it because it was so much work behind it. And it's been just nonstop process for, I want to say two and a half years. Yeah and when it came out i was so drained and i didn't really know should i be happy about it or yeah you know, it was like but regardless i listened to the album two years after that and i was like wow this is actually pretty good <laughs> i only could realize that the album is actually pretty good two years after yeah i was done with it it's- i guess like that kind of thing takes time you know
1: yeah i mean I, I i get that with things that i do too like uh in my world that is definitely not making music but like you step away from something long enough that you have a completely different perspective you're not so close to it and then you can you can actually judge it for what it's worth and it, and it's typically better than your judgment if you're too close to it, especially if you're a perfectionist like really close well, to it Well,
0: it's also like Everything takes time with polishing it. You change a lot of things. You yeah. keep working on the same record for such a long time. It just goes and goes and goes. And at some point, you know, I guess every artist has a moment when they feel overburned. It's like they actually burned inside. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know what else I can do with this record. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, what else I can take it. I don't know how else I can refresh it. Because again, it's like album cycle, like album pro- processing cycle is about, You know, one and a half to two and a half years, and a lot of things change in over this course of time because the music is, you know, it's like the music is evolving so fast. Yeah. And imagine you work in an album, and a year after, there's a new style of music pops up, and you're like, oh my god, this is very exciting. I know how to redo this track and that track, and it just it's never-ending cycle and I'm actually kind of in the process of working on something else right now. Mm. And, you know, thank God I have followed this experience with the first album and I know how to do that. I don't want to say in a right way, but I want to say in a right way for me personally. Yeah. So it was like, I'm pretty aware what kind of mistakes I made in the past, what kind of like production mistakes I made in the past, like not to overwork on the tracks, not to change the production a thousand times yeah, and just be very, very true uh in like in the essence of like what this album really means to you, not just musically, but it's like what actually put an album and just follow this path in this case, you're not gonna you know it's like you're not gonna change your path many times while you are working on an album, yeah,
1: if that makes sense yeah no it, it's 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 like a relationship right you're you're with one person yeah. and you and you you know and that you break up and you go to the next relationship, you're like, all right, I know. That this is what I like and this is what I don't like. So when I'm looking for someone, I, I know what I'm looking for. Um, that's second time out, third time out, you you kind of know what you, you know what to expect. You know what you want. Trust me, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I've been, I, I, I actually been a that kind of relationship before
0: it's it's (laughs) very funny what you just said it's actually very true too
1: yeah i trust me i know from experience i i that's the thing it's like it's like all right i know i know what i i know what i liked out of that i know the fond memories and then i know what i definitely don't want ever again i just like the red flags you, the
0: things the things that you don't like you're gonna remember them forever oh yeah absolutely they're gonna they're gonna print in your brain so heavily that it's very hard to wash it away yeah and i'm not necessarily saying
1: that it's a good thing you know yeah uh, it's what it's it but would it would makes you grow you that's how you grow as a person that's good. It's I all- mean, I, I'm more of a
0: saying is like, yeah, you're growing as a person. I'm not necessarily saying that it's a good thing <laughs> in terms of music making. <laughs> but for the relationship, you yeah. definitely need to keep that kind of
1: <laughs> stuff in mind. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, how you been holding up, man? Like you're you're in, uh, where are you right? You're in Russia right now? I'm in Russia right now. Yeah. Yeah. How, how is it over there? Yeah.
0: With- I, uh, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Actually, it's it's hard to say if it's better or worse yeah. uh, than in LA, but it's definitely more calm because yeah. well, basically what happened, I was in a lockdown for five months yeah. and everything that I've been doing, I was just working in the studio pretty much every single day. It's like enormous amount of hours. Yeah. And, you know, it was like I would work for 15, 17 hours every single day and I would sleep for six, seven hours. And I would, you know, rinse and repeat. Yeah. And at some point I just got not like I got tired from making music because that never happens to me. Yeah. I always feel I always like feel inspired. And especially when I'm alone, I really appreciate the time on my own. Yeah. But five months was a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like not five months, four months. Yeah. That's, yeah, four months. That that was the time I think uh by like around beginning of june i talked to my manager and i said to him "Is like you know it's like i'm i keep working on the music but i don't feel i was like the inspiration is not going anywhere but your mentality right. and your like emotions kind of washes away and it just feels very weird that you're not surrounded by the people because what usually happens you know, it's like you work in a studio very extensive hours. You're getting tired and then you get more excited because you go in to play the shows on the weekends. Right. And you test out all this music that you played and you make the notes for yourself. Okay, I could change that and I could change that or just getting inspired from the reaction of the people that went to that show. Yeah. And just losing that was like that very... I don't want to say a little part, but it's just a part of the process yeah. that later I figured out. It's like this is essential part of the process because it keeps your head uh, It's like very fresh. Yeah, it's like you change in you change in the scene pretty much every single week, and you actually get in some outside emotions. And you know, it's like you see the reaction of the people, and you engage in with these people, and it's just. If you take this element out of music production or just, you know, it's like, I want to say more easier is like your regular life because, you know, music making and playing the show is just basically what I'm, what I'm doing for my living, what I'm doing 24 seven. And if you take one of these elements off your life, everything just, I don't want to say it falls apart, but it feels extremely weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like you don't have the arm or, yeah. you know, it's like that <laughs> sorts of stuff. It's like you missing something very, very important in your life.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I think I always, you know, and everyone I've talked to on this podcast over the past, you know, two, three months, um, I, I think my expectation was, oh, you probably miss the big festivals. You probably miss like the big pole events. But I, I, I guess maybe I under uh undervalued the smaller shows and like, you know, you just like like doing, you know, doing a club one night or doing like a like a you know, your own headlining show because you get that. You get you get a chance to like try out stuff and ID tracks and things. And um but I mean, yeah, it's and then the other thing too is I give you a lot of credit for like, you know, that that's part of the inspiration too is like, you know, you're stuck in your own house for four or five months. Um, where where are you getting inspiration from? You know, like where are you pulling at where you, where is it pull from?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like just going outside, going to, you know, your favorite places where you eat the food yeah. that you really like. So like I want to pasta <laughs> today because it's gonna inspire me. Yeah. It was like for something. Yeah. It's just when it's just such a weird time and i have nothing to complain about because you know it's like i have my own space i have my own space for myself in the first place because that's as i said before that's very important to me yeah but at the same time there's like just missing out on talking to the people and seeing the people, and you know, it's like seeing what's happening around you. And again, it's like for me, there is no difference between small shows and festivals. I would get inspired pretty much the same way from both things. Yeah. Because it's like you play the festival, and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And yeah. it's 40,000 people, and you just see this massive wave of happy people yeah. that dance into your music. But at the same time, when you go to the club, to the small show, like something, anything between 200 people and thousands of people. Yeah. And you you see these people right in front of you. You can read their emotions. You can see what they actually like and what they don't like. So it's like playing the club shows. It's like, it's kind of cooler in the way that it's easier to get On the right flow with the people. Yeah. Because also, you have way more time to do that because usually you play club shows for two hours. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's twice more than a festival. And I can do so much more in two hours than in one hour. Yeah. Because I do like to kind of tell the journey, like take the people on the journey, tell the story with my set, not just playing track after track after track, but actually build it out so it has waves. And it has like some sort of motions and it's roller coaster, that kind of
1: yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me, too, because like I, I think I've experienced way more festivals than I have, like club sets. And and yeah, I mean, I I, I, I can I can imagine you getting tired out after an hour set, much less. I mean, I, I've seen guys play, you know, you see like two hours I've seen, like I think I was in um I, I think it was like a while back, a couple of years ago, like Matty in New York at Pasha, if you remember, like was playing like okay. a four four hour set. And I was like, what? Like you gotta get tired after a while. Like your your fingers have to get numb after doing something like that for a little bit too I long. I did that kind of thing before. Yeah. I played
0: four <laughs> to five hours set. Dude, that
1: was oh, that's uh that's insane. Uh yeah. And do you plan something like that out? Like well, even like the two hour set. Like do you know the entire journey you're gonna go on or do you kind of start improvising uh, a little bit? It really it really depends. Usually I have
0: the kind of the bone structure of my set. Yeah. I know exactly I know exactly the tracks that I definitely want to play. Yeah. And they do have the order because I do like to mix the records uh in the key. Yeah. Or at least like you know, it's like I do like to mix the records that has musical theory behind it. So musically it feels right. That's like all of your connections between two tracks, all of your mixing it doesn't feel like it's, for me, it's supposed to feel like it's one, not a one track, but it's one flow. Right. You know, so that's the reason that I would build out my set, kind of like the things that I want to play, kind of yeah. like this track should be here and that track should be here. And I know that that's going to be my encore. It's like this couple of tracks I want to play the last because I know that they're going to get the most reaction out of people. And kind of like that thing, but every single time when you go to the shows and it doesn't really matter if it's a club or festival, you always uh you always need to kinda adjust like you need yeah. to be adjustable because especially in the clubs, a lot of things can go uh
1: completely opposite direction from what you would expect that show would go, you know, yeah absolutely and th- and that's the thing too and and i think at the clubs not to say people aren't showing up at at the festivals for you because i mean i feel like you know even if even if they're not a fan of you like they everyone goes to a festival and they has like a list of like oh here's who i want to check out and they walk to your stage they're there because they want to be at your stage but at a club i think you know they're there just for you like they paid the the entrance fee yeah to come see you yeah exactly yeah um, what else have you been? I mean, it, it, you know, obviously everyone's in quarantine, uh, and uh, or has been, but like,
0: well, I had a little of the journey. So, where I started the story about being in a quarantine for four months, and yeah. then I just, I, we actually decided that I need to go back to see my family, yeah, uh, back in Russia and spend some time, uh, with my parents, with my granny, yeah, and with my friends as well, because I, Like for the past seven years I barely saw them because basically your schedule is that your plane shows pretty much constantly every single week. Yeah. And then maybe you have two weeks of a break. So for one week I would go back once and a half a year and I would see them. But what what is seven days to spend with your family that didn't see you from like half a year to a year? Yeah. Like it's it's basically absolutely nothing. And just like that feeling of me being close to the family actually motivated me to move back to Russia for a little bit. Yeah. Where were maybe for quite a bit. Who knows? <clears throat> where were you before?
1: Where were you? Where were you living?
0: Uh, I wasn't, I was in LA.
1: Oh, you were. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, what's funny too, is even when we were booking this, they're like, Oh, he's in Russia. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, I, I was, I'm pretty sure he was on the West coast for a while. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, for and, a while I was there for seven years. Yeah, and so and so when when we were even trying to like schedule this this chat, um, I was like, yeah, oh, we, you know.
0: yeah, you had to just be sure. So I'm sorry about that. And you in the no! east Coast, right?
1: Yeah, I'm on the east coast, so I uh, no, so it's, it's
0: super early for you right now.
1: Yeah, oh well, it's not as early as it would have been if I was on the west coast, which I totally want to go to. I was talking to um uh oh, who was i talking to i was talking to someone else earlier this week about la in general and mm-hmm. i I'm, I've, I've been in new york my whole life this is where i've lived uh and i think i'm ready for la i think i'm ready to yeah. to make that transition there's a vibe there there's a like a like a energy to that city that i think i'm just ready for
0: that's so interesting because yeah. I uh, I kind of start to feel opposite a yeah. little bit. <laughs> because I, I always loved New York. Yeah. I think New York is definitely by far my favorite city in the world because that was the first city that I visited. Really? When I first came to uh, United States. Yeah. And mm. I took a cab all the way from JFK uh, uh, mm. to Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And I went to Apple and I bought my uh, first uh, MacBook. <laughs> And did honestly, that was probably the first big city that I see that I've seen outside of my little uh, uh, province town where I'm living. Yeah. And it was 10 years ago. And I remember that I was blown away because by the time when my cab took me to Fifth Avenue the city got darker, like 7, 8 PM. Yeah. And just like, just the lights in the city and the vibe and everything else. I was like, Oh my God, this is simply amazing. It was like, I've never seen anything better than this. And it just felt so great. Yeah. But then two years after that, I think it was, I don't know if you remember identity festival, yeah yeah it was yeah so i was part of identity festival back in 2012 and it was going on pretty much every single week so i was trying to find a place in la mm-hmm. for two months so i can stay here in the united states so i don't have to you know take the flights back and forth yeah uh between the united states and russia and i couldn't find anything in la because i didn't have a credit history so they yeah. wouldn't want to deal with me in <laughs> <Yeah. And, Yeah. laughs> on the west coast yeah so it was like okay what about new york and yeah. new york was very happy uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, about me moving there for two months yeah. and it's what's funny about that i lived i, I just probably i picked the worst place to live on because i think it was like 42nd and 9 <laughs> which is pretty much yeah, okay. See, you'll laugh. You so you,
1: <clears throat> what's funny is I know exactly where that is. And I've had friends who lived over there who they're like, oh, I live on 42nd Street. And you go over there and like you you're like living across in the Port Authority and it's like a walk-up that's like just Yeah, well well what was your place like?
0: Uh well it was a uh, high rise. Yeah. And but the thing is like when you get in outside of it when you're just going outside it's a massacre yeah there's like this, so <laughs> many people there's yeah. like all these theaters around you all the tourists yeah which is amazing for yeah. the city obviously but i never felt like i was you know it was like i was getting a rest. Yeah, it's like there was no rest in this place. And I was like, OK, maybe I don't like New York that much. But <laughs> again, <laughs> I still I still do. And I still think that it's the most amazing city. And yeah. if I would move to New York, I probably would pick something a little bit more quieter. Yeah. Uh, like Brooklyn. Oh my yeah. God. Brooklyn is so amazing right now.
1: Yeah. That's where I am. I'm not in Brooklyn right now. I escaped to the country f- with th- okay. at, after all this. Uh, I was, I was, I was quarantined in, in, in my, uh, my place in Brooklyn for two months. And then I finally just escaped to upstate New York. Um, But I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. And, and the thing is too, is like, it, yeah, you can like there, there's such a variety of New York That you can go from like 42nd Street to Upper West Side. You can leave Manhattan. You can go to Brooklyn. You can go to Queens. You can go to, you know, Williamsburg. You can go all these different places. Yeah. Um... And and as you know, as long as, you know, there's no coronavirus and you, and you don't mind going on the train, uh, you can kind of be anywhere in like 30 minutes, you know, like you can kind of be anywhere in the city in like 30 to 45 minutes. Um, and and yeah, and and especially for where you were, that like that's that's like prime time, like that you're not sleeping in 42nd and 9th.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, but I guess like the main thing. It's like, for me at that point, I didn't really know how this city operates. Yeah. You know, it's like, I knew that across the street, there's a, a grocery store. I knew that the train station was not that far. Yeah. And that was about it. And it was just loud. And I, I guess like the most important thing I was not used to that kind of living. Yeah. Because the last place that I had on lay, it was right in heart of downtown. Yeah it was downtown LA and i loved it because also it was like my workflow changed a bit and uh, my work ethic changed a bit too because now it's like whenever i have free time yeah i basically never have a free time because i'd rather work on the music than do anything than do anything else so right. being in the place that never sleeps that is like loud 24/7 actually allows me to you know to keep working even at night time because yeah. it's like when it's five in the morning and you still it's like you kind of still have a rush for making music, you just go outside and there's like police sirens all yeah. the time, there's like fire <laughs> alarms, and there's like someone is screaming. It's like, okay, it's time to go back to. Work because if those people are not sleeping, I'm not sleeping either.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tr- trust me, when I record my podcast from my place in Brooklyn, uh, and I live uh, across the street from a firehouse, <laughs> it yeah, may, it makes, well, you know yeah, the drill. Then. Yeah, you can barely. I mean, I can soundproof my studio as much as I want. Uh, it's not, the New York City Fire Department is still gonna blare their siren into this podcast at some point. I'm probably. I'm, I'm pretty confident someone has heard like fire engines, uh, while listening to this, to this podcast. So, um, you know, but, but I I was going to say, I I feel like, yeah, a lot of people say like New York has an energy, but like, I was like, ah, yeah, but LA has a vibe. Like, I know that that seems like really like the same thing, but it's really not like there's
0: no, it's not, it's completely different. (laughs) things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, that's what I was telling to my friends. So it was like, how is downtown LA? And I was like, it's, like New York but it's not yeah (laughs) it's like this is this is the best I I can describe because like LA is never going to be New York in terms of like matching matching the energy and I think New York is never be will never be LA because it's such a different cities in all levels yeah it's so it's 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 amazing to me how you can have such a two different cities in uh, instead of one country, yeah, it's actually fascinating to me,
1: yeah. Um, what, what What was your favorite thing about New York though? Like, did you have like your go to like restaurant when you were because I mean, I feel like that's the other thing too is like you're, you're doing a lot of takeout, <laughs> you're doing you're doing you're doing a lot of uh, you uh, have to, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think any, uh, some apartments don't even come with a kitchen in New York City. I mean, I, I think I had a kitchen at that moment, but I yeah. never used it because yeah. it was so small. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was like entire apartment was very tiny.
1: Yeah, um, but and that's the thing too. How do you make music in in that? Like, because I feel like in LA you have space, right? You you can you can spread out and you can like, oh, that in, in that room over there is where that's my, my my home studio. In New York, it's it's hard to do that sometimes. Where you know, especially for like someone like you who was like you know, fully producing albums, uh, it's, it's a little bit harder to do it in like a New York city apartment.
0: Yeah. I think it, it kind of goes to both ways. I think if you want to have the proper studio in LA, you probably should go with, with a house or, yeah. you know, it's like bigger apartment. Yeah. Uh, but for New York it's definitely was very challenging because, I think it was one bedroom apartment yeah. and only place that I had it was like very tiny office table where I put my laptop and it yeah. was a uh, plastic chair. Well, yeah. just because it was renting <laughs> it for two months. Yeah. But I would imagine it's like, yeah, that would be tough. And especially you need to consider the fact that you have the neighbors and that sorts of stuff. Even though I'm producing most of my music and headphones though. Yeah. So <laughs> that's minus problem, but there's still a lot of you know, it's like you still want to have pretty open space. You don't want to feel locked. Yeah. But I, I guess everybody has their, you know, it's like has their own uh, preferences because I'm sitting in my parents' room right now. Yeah. And that's where I grew up. That's what I was living since I was pretty much a little kid. Yeah. And that's, that's where I started to make the music. And I think it's like the last track that I did here was three years ago when I went back to Russia for a couple of weeks and I still was able to utilize my space that I had for such a long time. Yeah. And not like it's super spacey, but it's just a lot of memories here.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing too. It's it. Then, then you get that feeling again, right? Like it's, it's, it's some inspiration it's, to put into a track.
0: This is very cool. It's so different. It's not something that I'm used to at this moment because, uh, you know, it's was like, the life in LA is very, very, very different compared to life here. Yeah. But at the same time, there's so many, there's so many cool things that's, that's happening around that I missed a lot that actually created this kind of, uh, refreshing feeling. Yeah. It's kind of throwback, but it's not.
1: Yeah. it makes sense. And, And, and it's kind of funny. I mean, you know, even with everything that's going on right now, um, it, like your situation, especially, like it's, it's a, uh, um, cause it's kind of like what I'm dealing with too. Like, even with like my family and stuff is, you know, the silver lining to all this is that we're all spending time with our families and stuff a lot more. Um, which for some of us is a good thing, for other people it's not, maybe not. But, um, but, it, And I don't know if it's worn off yet, but I mean, I feel like that is like, yeah, it's like a little silver lining out of this entire situation is we're kind of, you know, getting a chance to spend a lot more time with people that we normally wouldn't. I think I think what happened and I talked to a bunch of my
0: friends as well, people that been together for a very long time and they got locked down and quarantined together again with basically no options but being in the same apartment yeah. for entire time, it's very tough for them. It's, yeah. it, it can be very challenging because there's basically no escape. Yeah. Uh, people like me, uh, when I didn't see my parents for such a long time, it was like, I want to stay at, you know, I was like, I want to spend the time with them. I want to see them every single day. I uh, want to talk to my mom. I want to hear my mom saying good night. And was saying, you know, I want to say good, good night back to yeah. my mom and I want to talk to my dad about all this, you know, fun stuff that he wants me to talk to. Yeah. And I can spend the time with my friends whenever I want to. And uh it's just like this freedom that I got that I didn't have. Obviously it was like the freedom that I have in Lane, the freedom that I have here is completely different things that are not comparable. Yeah. So the freedom that I had on lay, I don't miss that much at the moment. I probably gonna be I'm probably gonna change my mind yeah. <laughs> in a couple of months. Yeah. But you know, like at at the time, like in the time being, I'm very like in the meantime, I'm very enjoying uh this setup. Like I'm yeah. it's 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 amazing what it can do to your mind when you feel like you're getting completely overburned, you're very tired of being alone and then you're changing your scene dramatically 180 and everything comes back to normal immediately it, it feels yeah. great
1: yeah that is there anything that you didn't realize that you missed at at home in russia all after all this time uh
0: i don't think so like yeah. i knew exactly what i was
1: missing i yeah. definitely
0: missed I definitely miss my parents. I definitely miss my family and friends. I definitely miss my mom's
1: cooking. Yeah. Which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. But I think everybody can say the same thing, you know? Yeah. You got to, uh, you got to pick up some tips now. You got to, you got to like watch her, which, what, she, what she's making and how she's making it. So you can try to recreate it. It'll never be the same. But you can try. I tried. Yeah. I tried
0: and I failed. <laughs> so I have, I have better option. Yeah. Just to, you know, just to be around her. Yeah. And yeah, but there's like certain little things when I spend more time in my hometown and I pick up the things that I was missing. It's like just, you know, the weather because yeah. it's extremely freaking hot here. Really? It's, it's like 115 degrees every single day.
1: That's crazy. I, I don't think, you know, Russia doesn't exactly have the rep- reputation of being a warm, hot climate of a, of a place so that's really interesting
0: well it, it's what people do not realize about yeah. russia because like russia is extremely big big country and we have so many different climates so i would say our climate kind of close to chicago okay a little bit with yeah very hot summer and with very cold winter but the thing is because i'm very close to a desert uh I basically is like I'm like 150 miles from Kazakhstan border. So all of the desert wind uh actually accumulates all of this like hot weather that they have here and it blows all the way to us and that what creates like extremely hot weather with like hot wind.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's what creates extremely cold winter. With very cold wind. And you know what cold wind means when it's winter. It's like it escalates things dramatically, like massively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. But and and, uh, yeah, that's the thing, too, is like when you're in L.A., there's like, you know, kind of one season. (laughs) Like it's like maybe like it's two seasons, maybe.
0: It's like that's what I noticed about myself. Like I start to complain about weather in the lay in february yeah i was uh i decided to go to whole foods and on way to whole foods i was in one t-shirt and i kind of got cold yeah i was talking to my mom after that i was like mom it's like i got cold it's like yeah. i don't i don't i don't know what what the hell is going on with the weather in the lays like sun you know that it's like minus 10 degrees in russia right now i was like oh shit yeah you're yeah. right <laughs> mom's gonna make you grounded a little bit you know yeah get that yeah, yeah. it's uh, just you getting so used to weather in LA it's actually one yeah. thing that I would definitely miss about LA it's uh it is weather for sure 100% yeah
1: and, and that's the thing too I think that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm like ready to make the move because I'm like if I have to deal with it like I, look I love New York it's my heart It's it's weird for me to even think about ever leaving and living somewhere else but man, like if I don't have to, like, you know, slosh across like a, like, when it snows in New York, it's not like the movies, like, oh, it's so pretty. It's like, you know, the cars are running through the snow and it's creating this, like, black, sludgy, icy mix that, like, you have to, like, jump over puddles of. Uh, if I could just live in LA and never have to deal with that again, I'm totally cool. Cause you can also, like, what, it's like a, what, hour drive? into the mountains if you want to go see snow and go skiing in LA, right? I think
0: it was, I, I think it was trying to go to, uh, uh, what's the name of this place? Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, but basically it's, it's about a three hour drive. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's one hour. Well, it's one hour drive yeah. from West Hollywood to airport. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's well, the thing that you know that you need to know about late it's what's, I want to say it polite, politely, like the most <laughs> polite way of saying it. Yeah, it is a very spread out city.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It blends Like uh, coming from New York where everything is an island like there's Manhattan, there's Brooklyn, like going from Brooklyn to Queens. They still kind of make you know that you've left Brooklyn I mean, it's, very, it's,
0: it's very noticeable. Yeah. Like, even when you're going from Manhattan to Brooklyn, it's like, okay, I'm in
1: Brooklyn. I know that because I just crossed yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. L.A., I remember, like, you know, I'm like, oh, oh, we're in, I'm in um, um, uh, Santa Monica now. Oh, okay. I, I only know because I see the cop cars and they it says, like, Santa Monica police instead of LAPD now. That's the only way I even realize I'm in a different technically city but you can drive Uh oh oh, no i was gonna say I, i i was like i feel like i can drive like you know was it route? was it uh one like like pch i feel like you can drive most of the way down and there's nothing there's no like major markers in your head until you realize like oh yeah everything got a little less dense i'm down in like long beach now um but i barely noticed
0: Yeah, that's the right feeling. I think I think what you can really pick up if you go from West Hollywood to Santa Monica, just the architecture becomes very different. Yeah. Like you kind of you kind of start to feel this ocean vibes. Yeah. Like that thing is very noticeable. But if you would drive from let's say outskirts of downtown LA, uh somewhere west for one hour, yeah. Like you're not gonna see any difference. It's gonna be the same thing. Again, like probably less dense, but It's pretty crazy to me because I think what I was calling the city is like the half an hour city or one hour city or something like that. Because where I'm living in downtown, it always takes me between half an hour, one hour to get somewhere where I need. And it doesn't really matter where I'm going to. Yeah. It's like, if I'm going to airport... It's like 45 minutes. If I'm going to my friends in Beho, it's 45 minutes. If we're going to Malibu, it's like one hour or one hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but this is the thing. And this is like, this is the thing that I hated the most about LA when I first went there, because I was very confused with the way how the city works and how it operates. But, uh, after living there for two years, I started to appreciate it a lot, actually. Yeah. Mm because the, it's like you can find whatever you want whatever you desire whatever you need yeah. in one city it's like any sorts of areas like you want more fancy area you go to Beverly Hills West Hollywood you yeah. want to be in more like artistic areas you go to it was like you know it's like downtown because yeah. downtown has many different areas too it's like if you want to be close to the ocean you go to Santa Monica or Venice it's yeah. like just the amount of options that the city gives to the people that they want to live there is uh it's pretty incredible
1: yeah I think I think that's what it was. I think the allure to me was like uh the, the proximity to the beach like I love that idea and and i'm here let me be really clear i don't even like the beach i just like the the atmosphere of the beach i guess um but i think it's like that like down like by long beach like long beach airport is my favorite airport in the world like i don't know it's very cool i i totally agree with you it's it's like flying into something like it's it's a it's a if no one's ever seen it it's you drive up to it and it looks like a 1950s airport it looks like you know jet blue flies into there but it looks like there's like yeah. it's like gonna be old prop planes but then you actually walk out onto the tarmac and then like walk up the you know like the stairs to the plane to and get everything the is plane. open
0: Yeah, yeah. Like everything it's basically there's no like walls
1: yeah Everything's completely open. It's like, you know, like the there's not a lot of like roof over most of the terminal. Um, And and it's it's just I think that's what it is. Like, I think one of the one of the first times I flew to L.A., I flew into uh, Long Beach Airport and. And I'm like, where am I? I'm in a whole other place, and like, just like that atmosphere. It was like, um, it's very similar to um, uh, if there, if you're like anyone who's been to Coachella, has pretty much probably flown into Palm Springs. Uh, it's very similar to that airport, but the Long Beach Airport is just like it's whole other thing, and it's just it's, it's beautiful, so cool.
0: Yeah, it's so cool because I had the same experience, but I think it was like a year and a half ago when for the first time we flew there, and I had no idea what airport uh, we were flying back to because yeah. we were flying after for the show with my tour manager and he never told me about that. Yeah. And we'll lend in. And I was like, okay, that's, that's weird. That's looks like, something I've never seen before in yeah. LA in any of the airports and I'm getting inside I was like wow this is amazing it's like a new thing yeah it's like oh man and my tour manager goes like oh shit I forgot to tell you that we <laughs> in Long Beach right now was like wow that's so cool yeah and it actually remind me it reminds me a little bit of Honolulu airport slightly really? oh see I've never
1: been just there just like
0: way way smaller because yeah because I, I think it has like this guy has only one terminal or something. Yeah, but yeah, it has just this
1: like tropical, yeah, ocean vibe. That's what it is. And especially you know. in L.A., I feel like it's a little secret because everyone is going into LAX, and I'm like, yeah, have fun oh, at LAX. Burbank. Burbank yeah, yeah, great. exactly. Yeah, Burbank. Um, is that? Uh, and then there's what is it, John Wayne Airport? I forget wh- if which one that is too, because that's, but that's that's still like a little like little regional airport too. Like there's there's a few of them. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah you, fl- sure. you fly into LAX and you got like, you know, like traffic around that giant loop of like whatever terminal you're going to, uh, you fly into long beach and yeah, you land and you're in paradise. It's, it's weird, uh, in it's a good really way. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. but, uh, now that, now that you're home, you mentioned it before kind of, but like what's, what's mom cooking? Oh man,
0: all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of meats, uh, it's a lot of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Love a lot. And uh keep in mind that uh everything that she's using for cooking comes from uh local markets, yeah, uh, the like farmer markets, and just the difference in the taste of the food is so huge. Yeah. It's just crazy to me that it is still a thing, but i would I would imagine it's you know, it's like when you live in a hometown, like when you live in a hometown that is very small, yeah, uh, my mom prefers go to the farmer's market and just to buy the meat, yeah, uh, that she sees is good, and she spends a lot of time with it and uh, they actually grow the vegetables, yeah, by themselves, so it's all natural stuff, yeah, and it, can, it cannot really go better than this, yeah, it's 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 dude it's i'm uh and i didn't eat an entire day and i just keep thinking about it
1: now <laughs> that's awesome so while you're in while you're in russia um are you have you been keeping up with games or did you leave all that stuff behind uh
0: well i couldn't put my hands on uh uh my ps4 pro or xbox one x because yeah. they're still up in the air yeah uh flying all the way from a back to me oh wait it's, but, it's like in transit to you in russia right
1: now yeah oh wow Jeez.
0: yeah and including all of my studio gear as well which yeah. i'm very excited about because yeah. i'm kind of tired of working on my laptop <laughs> i'm i'm not a laptop guy i can yeah i, I like i could tell it for sure for the past couple of weeks yeah uh but i borrowed I borrowed PS4 from my friend and was playing the game that I've been waiting since E3 2018 when they first announced it. It's Ghost of uh, Tsushima. That yeah, just yeah. Came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah,
1: I saw that. It's it's dope.
0: Like this yeah. game is great. I actually spent the last couple of days just playing it nonstop, and I have a pretty good feeling about this. It's just very I. I First of all, this game is about the Japanese islands Tsushima, and how the Mongols are invading it back in like 13th, 14th century. Yeah. And I love Japan. I love everything about Japan. I think from all of the countries that are that are existing in the world, Japan is by far my favorite country. Yeah. For many reasons. Uh, the culture reason. The arc like the architecture, is incredible. The food is amazing. The people are amazing, and it's it just feels like a different planet entirely. Yeah, it's like the mentality is extremely different. And every single time when I'm there, I feel like I'm home for some weird reason. Even though it's like I'm not speaking Japanese. Yeah, but I just have a feeling that it's like this is. If I would
1: choose any other place to call my home is probably would be japan yeah is it just the the atmosphere and like the the culture or the food or like what's what's the big it's, draw it's
0: it's every, every everything is in the mix but yeah. the first thing that i would say is definitely culture yeah because they have like it's it is the home for is like video games as well it is home yeah. for all this weird crazy stuff for all the technologies for you know it's like the bathrooms that do all this, like, that has like twenty <laughs> buttons, and you never know what they actually do because you're way too scared to like press on them because you don't want to get sucked in.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> Like gonna, that sort of stuff. You gotta buy. You gotta buy like a like a, a high tech Japanese toilet for your home in Russia for upgrade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely the thing that I'm not gonna buy.
0: That's for sure. But that would be cool.
1: So what, what, how, how's the, how far along are you in the game? Like, uh, it could, the, the game's beautiful. Like
0: yeah. The game is beautiful, but it's like very long because it's yeah. a massive open world. Yeah. And that's the thing as well, because it's so beautiful. It has so many, it's like, it has so many zones and it has so many colors and it's like, but it's, it's not like it. they try to mix everything in one game. It yeah. feels very natural. Like the yeah. game design, the art design in this game is probably the best art design since World of Warcraft. Yeah, because for me, the art design and the game design in World of Warcraft till that point was uh, the best one. Yeah, but after seeing Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, wow, that is something that I've never seen before. I obviously yeah. played the the Last of Us Part Two as yeah. well before before I left the late, and the game is like the graphics. Is absolutely insane, yeah. But the actual game, like the art designing, ghost to Tsushima. Is I think is like is the best in terms of that. This is definitely the best game on the PS4 so far. Yeah, well, not so far because that's the last exclusive game for PS4 that yeah. comes out.
1: Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say. I think the other, the other side of that is, I has there because with the next gen console, I, I'm, I'm an Xbox guy. Are you more of a PlayStation guy? <laughs> uh i don't know it's
0: like i was very i was like totally playstation guy yeah it was like 100 percent playstation guy till uh i think year year and a half ago Mm -hmm. i got xbox and i fell in love with it yeah what 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 game drew you in on xbox yeah i mean honestly it's like the things that i'm playing on xbox they kind of uh they're multi-platform yeah I did try uh, did try the new Gears. Yeah. I don't want to say that I liked it that much because I, I think it's like I only played it for two hours. Yeah. But I was playing a lot of Formula One 2019 yeah. before I left. Oh my God, I love this game so much.
1: Yeah. yeah. I I well I was going to say I I love open world games. Um also and then um uh I I play uh Forza on uh, oh, Xbox. Yes. Yeah.
0: 100%. Forza is incredible. That the it's 100%.
1: so beautiful. I mean the only thing that that is that is I mean depending on you know how how uh well good of a driver you are is that the crash physics aren't exactly fantastic. Um but if the car is moving yeah and if the car is moving and you're driving well it looks amazing it looks beautiful um but uh but yeah and, and I think the thing that is I'm still really curious about is like both next gen next gen consoles were announced and we're getting all these like little sneak peeks but I haven't seen any anything and I'm sure we will like I'm not like I'm not like, you know, expecting it now, but uh, I'm mm. I'm excited for it is to see something that's going to really take advantage of the next gen power and see something that's going to blow us away. Well, here's the thing. We're not going to see it in uh, the next years, at least. I know because
0: that's that's just how it works. Yeah. Uh, because they still have to utilize the fact that they have the previous generation of the consoles. Yeah. So you, it, it's, I don't want to say it's a, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like it's ne- necessarily a bad thing, Yeah. but it's just the way how it market works because you still have old generation of consoles. Yeah. And when the new generation of consoles comes out, it doesn't mean that all the people that bought the previous generation of the consoles, they're gonna buy the new one because people are different. It's like some of some of the people like some of people can afford to have both, some yeah. of the people cannot. So they will have to wait till like you know, it's like for the next year or the next two years till they can afford it because they still have to, you know, put a good use in uh PS4 or Xbox One yeah. X. So I think it's a very exciting time in terms of gaming because there's definitely some of the things that uh Sony showed looked pretty impressive. I think mm-hmm. what they they showed in Ratchet and Clank, uh I was pretty impressed yeah. by Ratchet and Clank. I want to say is like and how much they put in, how much effort they put in in terms of, you know, how fast SSD works and that there's no going to be there will be no latency between you know getting all the assets from ram to ssd and back and forth is just yeah. it sounds pretty phenomenal and even though as much like i i've been following video gaming since i've been very little kid yeah. and every single you know it's like every single time with the consoles who come out it it's always the same story they all say it's gonna be it's gonna blow your mind yeah but what they never mentioned that we're going to blow your mind this year. Like this year, nothing's (laughs) going to happen. What you're going to get is like remasters yeah, and you get some uh, new franchises, but nothing crazy. But here's like, for example, like what was one of the first games that released on PS4? Mm -hmm. Oh, for instance, the, even though infamous second song, there's uh, the game that was made by Sucker Punch. Mm -hmm. And uh, that came out it was like right in the beginning. I would say it's like 2014 or yeah. something like that. It still looks good, but yeah. if you compare this game to Ghost of Tsushima, because Sucker Punch is the same uh, is the same game developer for both games, yeah, it is massive difference. Yeah, absolutely because it actually takes like game developers a time to figure out the what hardware they're working with yeah. what software they want to use with it and it's still the same platform it's yeah. still the same I mean I mean it's still the same console but the yeah. games are dramatically different so yeah. yes like we will unfortunately we'll have to wait but we're waiting for for better things to come that's for sure
1: yeah it's funny. you mentioned like the remaster stuff when uh Xbox was announcing theirs and running running through like the trailers and then the whole like uh, the the one that I found funny as far as like you know uh, expectations was you had like the Rockstar Games presents logo pop up and everyone's like oh this is it it's the new GTA oh, that was for Sony that was for Sony oh oh yeah it was yeah Sony presentation yeah <laughs> and and then almost just it's just okay yeah cool it's a remaster of, of GTA it is, five it
0: is <laughs> no, it's not, it was not even a remaster it was like no oh, port the, yeah. <laughs> the people who buy ps5 yeah. now can play GTA
1: 5 for free and yeah. it was like what in the hell is this are you guys kidding me yeah oh, oh my god and that's the thing too is like I, I used to be i was like a pc gamer at one point too but i like consoles just because i feel like it's a level playing field it's just you know it's not who's running slower or you know i i played um call it the new call of duty is like cross platform and i have friends who are like playing on pc and i was playing mm-hmm. on xbox and and then all of a sudden they're like dropping off half the time because like oh my it ran out you know like it crashed on my pc and i'm like i'm going chugging along just fine on my on my on my xbox and um and that's, that's funny thing. that never happened to me yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was playing. It was kind of opposite because I was playing with my friend. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty. Yeah. With my friend, and he was using PS4, and I was using PC. Yeah. And actually, everything worked pretty smoothly. Yeah. But well, that's the, that's the thing, though. Uh, I I could say the same thing about myself. I was only a PC gamer before. The only thing that I'm playing it's uh anything competitive like yeah. if it's league of legends I would, obviously there is only way to play it. it's on pc but yeah it's like valorant um call of duty and any first person shooters yeah. I would only play on pc because yeah. i have no idea how the people doing that how they using controller to play yeah. first person shooters but for me it is like it's torture yeah it's like the most painful torture that I can go through is definitely doing that thing.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize you were a PC gamer.
0: I didn't oh, realize. yeah, I was, yeah, it's like, I was always PC gamer since I was, uh, I wanna say 14 years old, I got, uh, my parents got my uh, me at first PC. Yeah. And since then I'm uh, uh, a pretty much PC gamer, but till the point where like, so basically because my studio, Is at my home, right? And I'm using my studio computer and it has like pretty powerful video graphics and video graphic card. And I know that every single time when I'm building my computer, i always thinking about playing like video games on this PC. But what happened in the past three years, I kind of decided to split the environment in my place where I'm only using computer for making music. Yeah. So whenever. You know, it was like, whenever I get to the studio and I sit by my desk, mm-hmm. I was like, this for me, this is the time for me to actually work on the music and not thinking about playing video games. Right. Yeah. So whenever I'm done with the music, I know that I'm done and I just go and sit on my couch and play, uh, whatever I want to play. But yeah. this like dividing the spaces for me, I know it sounds very silly. No, not but at all. Like, for me, for me, it was super important to like figure out the, the right workflow because yeah. like before that, you know, it was like I was sitting by uh, my computer desk, and I started playing League of Legends. And it was like all of a sudden, seven hours in, it was like, "What the hell I'm doing?" It was like, "Why I'm yeah. not working still?" Yeah. And you want to play one more match and one more match, <laughs> and it's just a never-ending story. Especially with League of Legends, it's yeah. just like it's sucking you in so hard that just like never want to, you know, let you go.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I got to ask: Did you build your rig, or did you? Is it uh, a pre-built? Uh, what is that? Like, did you build your computer or, or did you? No, it's, it's pre-built thing. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's a Puget systems company that, uh, Porter Robinson told me about them. Yeah. Back in 2012 or 2013 is, it was the time when I just moved, uh, moved to LA and I asked him where he got his computer because, uh, he's also a PC guy and he's using FL studio. Yeah. And he recommend, recommend me this, uh, this company because they specifically build, uh, computers for, uh, for your needs. Yeah. I mean, I was doing the, like, I was building computers when I was, uh, younger just because he was trying to find the cheaper stuff and kind of put it together. But yeah, there's some cool things about it, but at the same time. It's just, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I was, I was watching the video with Henry Cavill. Yeah. uh, yeah. Who is building the computer and it looked very cool. But at the same time, you clearly see that it was like, it takes him up to two days to get it done. The,
1: the, the, the sun sets and the sun comes up again and the sun sets again. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, I used to build computers too when I was younger and I don't know if it's just like, you know, like, like, liquid cooling now or, or what but like i'm like it seems or maybe i just have to jump in and try it but almost like it seems more complicated now than it was years ago
0: it's definitely more complicated yeah for sure i, have I mean no especially idea if you if you're using liquid cooling it's yeah. just and it's maybe it's like it's not particularly complicated but just to make it look pretty yeah you kind of like you know, it's like oh, you yeah. know the cables in the right places. I look at that, it as like, oh my god, that would give me massive anxiety just yeah. to try and make it happen. It's like I would break something for sure.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. Like when I was building PCs, like you know, you couldn't see through the side of the of the computer, so I can make a mess and like spaghetti of wiring, and who cares? And the thing turns on and it and it runs. Uh, now it's all about the visual. It's all about how it looks. You it's know, all
0: about aesthetics. Though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's all about the and the lighting and the RGBs and all that. Yeah, it's 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 more aesthetic now. That was the thing too. It's basically, it's,
0: it's basically Need for Speed
1: Underground for computers <laughs> nowadays.
0: It's yeah. like I need to put the neon. Yeah, right. I, I was like, uh, on the bottom of my computer.
1: It's like okay. In 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 his in the uh, Henry Cavill's video when yeah when he mounts the uh, the the cpu cooler and it has like the little lcd screen on it oh my god and it's upside down
0: so hard <laughs> it's like <laughs> you had to rewire entire thing again i was
1: the like next day yeah. after that i was like i would have just turned the entire case upside down at that point and been like that's just or i would have left Actually, it upside down and like that's smart <laughs> i didn't think about that that would be a very smart thing to do that's probably what i would do as yeah well. <laughs> after all that oh man but uh But yeah, that's all so are you looking like now and that's the thing. Have you been doing any of like the virtual festivals that have been going on? Uh I was kind of been doing them very
0: uh very often in the when it's when it's all started. Yeah it's like I think it's like the first three months we did a lot of those things. Uh, but then I had to move back to Russia and it was an entire process. And it took me a lot of time to figure it out. Like, you know, it was like kind of back stuff and it's like, what things I want to live in LA, what things I want to take with me, what I would need yeah. like to have with me while I'm in Russia is like, I think that was the most, uh, uh, that was like the most intense time yeah in my life that like in the past couple of couple of years when it's like you just need to think about so many things and you're getting so tired of thinking on those things you don't do anything you just think but it's still so exhausting so well i figured out that uh figured out all of that uh i moved back to russia and now i'm building studio uh, i cured my house yeah so I uh, kind of didn't have uh, really time for digital festivals anymore. Yeah, it was fun to play those. Uh, yeah, the things that Insomniac was doing uh, with uh, digital raves, I think that was very cool because they were actually building the proper, su- like the proper stages in the yeah. warehouse, and yeah. you go there and you have very loud sound, and you have the monitors, and you kind of have the feeling that you're still playing yeah. the festival. Yeah, you that's. was like, and you have all these visuals and crazy lightning and I was like, "Wow, that's
1: very impressive." Yeah, and that was the thing too. I, I saw, like, uh, I I heard a lot of guys really impressed with Insomniac setup and then especially when this all began. I'm, I'm like, one of them. Trust yeah. me. I'm. <laughs> well, man, ins- in. Insomniac has always like. I, I feel like Insomnia. Any Insomniac event has always been like top of my list. Like to me. And again, maybe it's also the same thing like like to you, New York, right? Like that, like going back in time to like when you, you like your first experience. Um, mm-hmm. My first EDM festival was EDC Vegas. And um, and there's something about that, that allure of like it's just overnight and like it's a, it's a whole other world. It's not just like every other run of the mill festival, you know, closing set is at 1135. This was... You're in the middle of the desert, like everyone else is asleep while we're all awake. And like there's there's some draw to that in my head. But insomniac stuff in general, like I feel like they have the right pulse on things and without not being specific to anyone actually at all. But like, I feel like there is definitely probably some promoted like event companies out there who Um, who were just like, oh, cool, let's just set up a a festival so we can make some cash, you know, or, or like, convert to virtual festivals. But, like, I feel like Insomniac, they have their pulse on things where it's actually paying attention to how the fans, like, experience it versus let's just put, you know, performance on a stream and then people can experience it that way. Like, there's, it seems like there's more thought into it. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think,
0: I think what makes a big difference uh, for any of the companies that doing uh, that kind of events, and that's including uh, Insomniac events, is the people who's running these companies as well. It's like this yeah. is very crucial because I have a lot of friends who work at Insomniac, and these people are super passionate about their job, and I know them for a very long time, and I know Pascal since yeah. 2013, like. Or 2000? No, 2012. Actually, the first time when I played for Insomniac, and I just know that uh he actually loves all of the fans. Yeah, he loves music. He loves this culture. He is a big, big part of this culture. For so, for him, making this festival is not just you know making money. Obviously, everybody needs to make money because that's how just business works. Right. But it's like on the side of that, he has the same passion for the fans if not bigger is like he's a very very passionate person and yeah. it's like the amount of the love that he has for 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 this culture is just very very insane to me yeah and this is the reason why when you look at what insomniac does it always feels like okay there's some extra touch to it yeah but in fact it's not even an extra touch it's just actual love yeah for the scene and for the culture
1: yeah he, and he's out there. I mean, I, I, I it would be, yeah, three, there's a theme. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he's out there with everybody else and he's enjoying the whole thing. And, uh, and, and I, I think, I think we might've spent time in the desert at night, but like he's out there with everybody else just like hanging out and making sure everything's good. And here's the difference for me is that mentality you're talking about there, that personality, uh, it flows downward to the rest of his team and the rest of the company that I, I feel like everyone is, is paying attention to the passion versus like, it's a business. Yes, but there's a passion behind it. I think there's, I think it flows down, down from him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. And that's how I always felt about them. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, and that's the thing when we got an, uh, we got an invitation for this digital festival and i saw the setup and i was like okay well that makes sense yeah <laughs> if not these guys who else would come up with this idea to actually make the stage for a virtual rave yeah exactly how like given in that kind of thing is like you see the you see the the true passion to the scene and to the music
1: yeah um and the last thing i because i gotta ask especially as it kind of ties it all together but like Okay. Um, you've seen all the other. Uh, speaking of virtual festivals, like there's been like a few video, like Minecraft tried to do one. Um, who else tried to do one? There, there was a few like in video game like virtual festivals. Dude, yeah, what Fortnite did that was yes, that was it. Yeah,
0: incredible.
1: Yeah, wow. <coughs> and then you saw like the Minecraft one. Like I don't know if they I. I I don't I don't even know who was supposed to play it or or what the story was but I heard like day 1 like it just wasn't working and they just shut it down and postponed it but Fortnite I Fortnite has always been really close to the the world of EDM from way in the beginning that I think they just like you know they know what they're doing for that type of stuff they're they can scale I mean, it
0: I, I think it's like it's even even like that exact performance has little to do with EDM music, but the Travis Scott performance in yeah. Fortnite, yeah, actually blew my mind. Yeah, and I was like, okay, if anybody wants to take it to the next level in yeah. terms of the virtual performance, like this is how you take it to the next level because that was the next, like the actually the next level. It's like I've never seen. Anything like that before, and that was very, very impressive. And like everything worked out so well, and it's uh, very cohesive with the game. It's very cohesive with yeah. the music, and it just like it's it looks effortless, but there's so many like there's so much efforts in like in it to make it happen. Because I know a little bit about programming and like yeah. the, like 3D design and that sort of stuff, and was, and I was impressed. Like that's yeah. that's some like next level stuff
1: yeah that's not again again i think it goes to like it's not just like oh hey we'll just throw up a you know uh a a streaming video a a 2d kind of flat plane in inside the game and let people watch a live stream as their avatar like it, it goes you know it goes beyond and that's that's always impressive
0: yeah but that that thing that costs a lot of money, yeah <laughs> and that's uh that's that's where you like need to find a silver lining because like to make it happen yeah it, it costs tons of money because it's tons of tons of work, yeah, but it's honestly, you know, I'm saying that was the next level, but I don't want to say that it's like, okay, well, nobody it was like if you cannot take it to the next level, you should do it, obviously you should do that because fans are very hungry they're hungry yeah yeah because they're not even they're not even missing on the they're not even like missing on the festival they cannot go there yeah. physically like yeah. there is no opportunity whatsoever so i was like i want to give massive respect to every single person that has been doing those like even so when you're in your room Recording your set and still playing like some new music, new ideas, something that people would dance to. Some of the people would, you know, get drunk together on Zoom conference too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's already worth it's already so amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yes, like Fortnite, Travis Scott is the next level, but it's like whatever, whatever you can do to make people better, it's it, it's worth the same amount to me.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, and I got. I also got to imagine, just in general, aside from all the virtual festival stuff, that you, you got to get. You got to. I'm assuming you want to get some music in inside a game. You got. I mean, it, if games are. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. I, I'm. I. You know. I mentioned GTA, right? Like, like Rockstar uh-huh. games. I'm like, my dream is to be one of the hosts on one of the like. You know radio stations there. Like and, the radio, and- so I can't I could
0: clearly hear that. When you were talking about GTA, I was uh I was imagining that we are actually doing the podcast on GTA live station because that's how your voice sounds like I was like, wow, that yeah. actually would work <laughs> out pretty well. Well, you know what's funny?
1: Uh the guy um who uh what is it? Um uh what's what's the what's the pop station in the game? I forget the name of it. Oh man. Um that's a good question because yeah. I would never remember that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh, he's a buddy of mine, like the guy who does like the 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 voice of the channel, right? Like, okay. the, um, and and a lot of people that I've worked with over the years have gone and like just disappeared over. Like, I've met Laszlo, um, who actually. He runs point on all that stuff. Non-stop pop. Affairs. Non-stop pop. Yes. Non-stop pop. Like like the voice of yep. that channel uh, is a buddy of mine. And oh, wow. uh, and That's I cool. am eternally jealous of him. Like as I'm playing and driving around and crashing into things and I just hear his voice on the radio, I'm like, ah, like especially for the. For how long? I that wish it could be me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You gotta get you gotta get your tracks on one of those channels. That's what it is. It'll last uh, forever. I
0: think I think my I think my remix for London Grammar was in uh, Forza Forza oh. Forza Three. The last
1: Forza one. Horizon Three. The, no, the the one before. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh wait. Yeah. So not the one because the new one is based in the uk the other one was what australia yeah before the, that? The, the, i i didn't play that because yeah.
0: i didn't have my xbox back then so like the yeah. first the first forza that i actually played was uh the fourth forza one four. yeah When well, i definitely to- seen a lot of mentions when the game came out and everybody was tweeting they was like oh my god it's like this this is a perfect track for my yeah. night drive <laughs> it was like wow well, it's I wish I could experience
1: it, but I can't because I don't have Xbox. <laughs> well, A, now you got to go back and get it. And B, I, I've talked to, like, Alan Walker early in his career. Um, and I was like, dude, like, you, like, Rocket League basically, like, jettisoned you into, like, you know, popularity and, and zeitgeist of, of what people know. yeah, uh, And, and I, I think, you know, for someone like like you or and, and even like me like who are into video games to like you know kind of have this little mark in a game somewhere that it will never go away like there yeah there's there's kind of like an excitement about that a bit like yeah I'm 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 built I'm burned inside the game somewhere
0: I think like I probably the first option that I would go to a couple of years before would be FIFA. Yeah. But since I'm playing pro-evolution soccer more now Yeah, so go with pass first, (laughs) and then FIFA. I mean, I'm just waiting until they're gonna make the actually the new game. Yeah,
1: because I've been playing the same game for the past three years. Yeah, you gotta find out who who the who the like the music coordinator is at the at the game this game studio and just like send them fruit baskets and you know but, like,
0: dude just like still <laughs> every single time when I'm listening to the soundtracks, yeah. it's, it's like the people that work there, they're pretty amazing. Yeah like, the Forza Horizon soundtrack. Yeah dude, wow, that's so so cool. I think like I have at least ten tracks from Forza Horizon in my
1: Spotify playlist. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I think the driving games especially like you know, like FIFA and like some of the other ones, like it's you're, you're in game menus, right? Like even like, even like Rocket It's very true. Yeah, Yeah, it's very true. Driving games, like it's on the radio, like you're driving around and it's like during the game. I I think that's what, I think that's what makes it like stand out a little bit more. And that's why like GTA stands out to me too. Um, Well, but here's the other option. Yeah. You playing FIFA were best,
0: doesn't really matter. Yeah. And you are you know, it was like you're about to break your controller because <laughs> you just lost into like another game because it happened to me. I actually came back home to my friend's apartment. Yeah. And I was looking for controllers that I can use for the consoles that I borrowed from my friend. Yeah. And every single controller is broken <laughs> at some capacity. Some of them was like, I don't even know how hard I was throwing them at the wall because I was so mad. <laughs> But what I'm trying to say, so it's like when you lost your game and you broke <laughs> your another controller and yeah. then you see, like, then you hear some nice track. I was like, okay, that calmed me down yeah. a little bit. <laughs> the pause menu, the music in the pause yes. menu, just calming you down. Like, okay, just, just, just need to calm down for a sec. I actually, one time I threw, I threw away my controller into the pool. <laughs> so I don't have a chance to pick it up again and keep playing it was <laughs> it happened it basically happened not like not on a- accident yeah. like i definitely <laughs> planned it out in my head it just yeah. happened so fast and it was in the middle of the pool for a couple of days <laughs> and when the cleaner person came to my house and she was like uh do you want me to take that thing out? i was like what is it doing there <laughs> What is the purpose of PS4 controller right in the middle of the pool? It's like, it's I, I cannot really answer your question. I'm sorry, just just get it out.
1: It's funny. It's because it puts you in a position of like, a Are you after after being so angry and throwing in the pool? Are you going to go fish it out yourself? Which you don't want to go fish it out yourself. And then no, B, because the
0: pool is so cold. yeah. Like,
1: why would you do that? And then B is is trying to explain to why it's in the pool to another human being
0: <laughs> it's impossible it was how like, did it get there honestly it's like for for the first couple of seconds it was very hard <laughs> for me to explain it to myself yeah it's like why it's there <laughs> because i was so mad you know it's like when you're so mad you're kind of blind you don't yeah. see anything and you just want to like break something uh, <laughs> it's like uh, good things like yeah you know, it is a very good thing that the tvs are so expensive yeah <laughs> that you have no right to break TVs. Even though I saw a couple of videos when the people were playing VR and oh, yeah. like jumping on the TVs. Oh my god, that's so hilarious!
1: Oh man, dude, that that's oh, that's that's hilarious. Well, at least um yeah. for anyone who uh, is close to you, at least they know what a fantastic like gift for birthdays and holidays are for you. Just extra controllers, <laughs> just extra dude, controllers. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. that's like perfect. <laughs>
0: That's a perfect
1: gift for me. Well, here's the thing.
0: I I don't, you know, I don't practice uh, online uh, sports anymore like yeah. FIFA. It's like I'm after... Actually, that's the funny thing. After that controller in the pool situation, yeah. I never played FIFA Ultimate Team ever again. That was... <laughs> And it was like, okay. And just try to imagine how much money I saved on both controllers and just like, and the full, like FIFA Ultimate team. Yeah. Probably. I wasted a lot of money on that too. Yeah. So.
1: $60 Some of on, the good advices, yeah. Yeah, $60 on the game and then several hundred dollars on controllers, yes.
0: you know. <laughs> and about like a thousand and a half for ultimate team uh, where you need to buy the cards in order to build your team. And uh, you want to you have specific players so you keep buying them. And it's just like, it's basically like a gambling. And I yeah. hate gambling.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. That's and that's the thing, too, is like when you when you have money and like and you're getting that frustrated in a game, you start like the logic of spending that much cash in a on It's like, completely
0: gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's terrible.
1: Yeah. You start but like I felt like I'm a terrible human being
0: because like yeah. I was so reckless with my controllers. Yeah, but actually, like I learned a lot of things about it.
1: Yeah. But you start you start you get to a point where you start uh, um, rationalizing the why it's okay to to like spend that cash. Yeah. So
0: basically what I did next, I started to break my PC keyboard because it's harder to break and I was playing League of Legends competitively. <laughs> you need you need like <laughs> But it's definitely harder to break.
1: Yeah. Did you have like a like a mechanical keyboard? Because that's like breaking that is like, you know, that's where like keys start flying out all that's, over the that's place. That's a lot of
0: fun. That's like CO2 <laughs> on the shows. <laughs> and it's like can you make some noise and you have yeah. like the keyboards <laughs> flying around and you, you're just like you're walking around your apartment and trying to look
1: for a g-spot
0: and it's nowhere there
1: you, that's what you gotta do when when uh when live shows kick up again you gotta like just in like the co2 canisters like just throw in like keyboard keys just mechanical keyboard keys just flying out I don't think it's a good idea because you can definitely hurt someone with them <laughs> if it goes to
0: your eye because yeah. it went to my eye once when oh. I kind of like hit the keyboard it was not very pleasant experience I can tell you that
1: oh god and that's the worst too is like when, when like you're you're like raging like you're upset and you're angry and like you hit something or, or try to like go to like damage or break something and then the, the item the inanimate object hits you back like that just yeah that
0: just, <laughs> and it's just like and it's you don't feel yourself a terrible human being anymore you just feel pathetic yeah. <laughs> I because know. You, you you cannot you can't even It's like make your anger look like it's the anger because it hits you back <laughs> but here's the thing it's like i think it's like that kind of was like online raging yeah. and when you mad as something and you try to break something it's a normal for human being but even yeah. though it's like when i was younger i definitely felt like it was like i, I need to be more calm about yeah. certain things yeah for sure so it was like that kind of like breaking keyboards and breaking pc controllers helped me a lot in terms of being a better person not a better <laughs> person but it's like be just more calm yeah so that's the reason why I don't like online gaming that much. I yeah. kind of prefer just to be on my own. And if I fail, it's yeah. with computer, yeah. and I can take a you know it's like I can take a second time of yeah. beating it. I can take a third time of beating it. I can take a fourth time of beating it. And yeah. if I fail again and again and again, then I know I just suck at this game. And yeah, I shouldn't play it.
1: Oh yeah, no. I'm I, I, Call of Duty was the last one where I was like, I, I was you know a few friends were like, oh come on, multiplayer and i came on multiplayer and i'm just like i don't understand how any like people are like spitting out of windows and headshotting me i can't i can't no. like and i'm just getting angry at it and uh and that's why i was like all right if i'm playing call of duty it's not it's not multiplayer anymore i can't do it it's just um i would play it's also like man like it feels like we kind of get an old because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) these damn kids. The
0: the the people that are playing like the first person shooters and or Fortnite, they so fast. Oh yeah, just like look at the building. It's like you look, the guy starts to build something, and all of a sudden he's in like fifty floor high rise. Yeah, (laughs) somewhere like right in the sky. It was like okay, well, it would take me probably about ten hours to build that, and I probably would still like mess it up. It's it's very funny how you know it like the scene is changing but yeah at the same time it's pretty cool as well
1: yeah i want to i want to relax and play video games and like just like l- give me a chance to just like not think and unwind uh the i the game that really messed me up um it it, it doesn't hurt me as much but it, it's weird uh, it was rocket league because i can go a few i don't know if it's their game matching or what but i can go in and I could like win a few rounds and then I start getting cocky. And then all of a sudden I go on like a 10 game losing streak against other players. And I'm like, but I but I was winning. I won five in a row and how, and then I went another 10 and I lost in a row. I don't know how this is happening. I thought I was good. And the game just like corrects me. It's like, oh, no, no, you're not good at all. Like, let's just match you up with some other players that will really, you know, Show you that you're right. not worth it.
0: Yeah, and then you cannot break the cycle because yeah. you keep losing and you don't want to lose and you start another game and you keep losing again. I've been yeah. there many times, yeah. trust me.
1: not It's not a pretty place by any means. I'm just chasing that feeling. I just want that feeling of, of being like, yeah, that was a good game, I did well, I can turn the console off now. And then it doesn't come and I spend another hour and a half yeah, chasing that feeling. finding yourself at five
0: in the morning. Yeah. And you're, uh, <laughs> in your living room is like, so what the hell I've been doing for the
1: past <laughs> seven hours. That was just a waste of time. Yeah. But it actually was getting better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, dude, um, I've taken up way too much of your time, but I, I no, can't, it's, it's it, all good. I have a, I have a 20 hour drive in one
0: hour. Oh no. To, uh, yeah. I'm going to Sochi. Oh, it's a beautiful city in the South and, uh, it has, uh, very warm sea it has amazing food I'm going there with my friends uh, yeah. so that's going to be very fun uh, thank god I back before that
1: yeah oh yeah sorry I mean I didn't realize I was Dude, uh, no no I, I mean I would tell you right yeah I was like oh <laughs> shit the car is
0: here I'm sorry yeah. I have to go <laughs> but it's not
1: yeah well uh, good luck on the trip and I'll be uh, I'll thank be watching so for some uh, some cool shots of that uh, I, hope you're, I hope you I hope you do you do you tend to share that stuff on uh, on, on socials like, uh, or it is tr- this like your downtime? Yeah. Or do you're you just like, nah, I'm going to just do me.
0: Man, I, I don't know. I will try to. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what everybody tells me to do. It's like, hey, you <laughs> should start to use the socials. Yeah. I was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're really sure that you start to use the socials. So maybe that's going to be my first time trying to be yeah more active
1: yeah uh all right well i'll i'll look for it uh thanks again man i can talk to you for hours thank you so much I could talk to him for hours about that stuff, and he really made me laugh. Uh, thank you so much to Artie for having that conversation. Thank you to the team at Armada for setting that up. Uh, also, thank you to my producer, Dale, our editor, Lori, uh, who put this all together and makes it sound all awesome. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, please go do that right now. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, it's 128 Podcast or 128podcast.com. Check it out there. I am Tommy West. I will see you next week. At Kroger, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in-store. So you can save when you order during band practice
0: or at the dog park or
1: wherever. Start
0: your cart with the Kroger app and save from wherever today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability.
1: Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone.